Welcome into the Red Kingdom. Welcome into this edition of the Clawcast, baby. You can find us here on the Twitter machine, anywhere you find podcasts. We'll be juking and jiving and talking all kinds of chiefs, but uh, as you know me, I am Kevin. And I am Lance. And we got a special guest in the house tonight. Hey, hey, Ron. Hey, hey, Ron's up in the house. And uh, Boys, we're drinking some whiskey. That's exactly right. We're drinking a little bit of whiskey, because that's just what we do on the Clawcast. But... Um, here we are. Uh, we're going to talk some Chiefs. We're going to get some news and notes. We just wrapped up week three of uh, the NFL season. The young season's off and running. It's a 17 games. Is it 18 week then, right? It's 18, 18 week, week 17 game season. So there's a lot of overreactions right now going on in the NFL. A lot of people are crowning certain teams and certain players. But man, it's so early. You know, I'm saying this because the Chiefs are sitting at one and two. But uh, the last in the AFC West. Oh, I don't even remember last time. Oh, yeah. it's got to be. It's weird. Who thought the Broncos be three and zero? Right. Raiders. Raiders. Well, we can get the eyes on West, which we're gonna have our little segment and yeah. talk a little bit more about those. Cause, but owie, uh, owie, we're sitting at the even yeah. when I, you've got to go back to even Alex Smith days. I mean, you're usually. Leading the AFC West. I mean, we made the playoffs all but one year, and we weren't last. Right. So, this has been a long time. Uh, obviously, like I said, it's three weeks in. Uh, so, so we just need yeah. to be overreacting. Could be. Saying. But you know what? Overreaction <laughs> is good. And I think all of Chiefs Kingdom is ready to burn it all down. So, we're going to overreact today a little bit. But first, we're getting into some news in the notes. We'll talk about the Chiefs' recent games here. We uh, missed the podcast. Aaron and Lance were uh, in Colorado. Yep. On, a, on a hunting trip, so uh, they're back now, and um, and so we're back. Anyway, so Chiefs Kingdom, I will not leave during the season to Colorado again in Please my don't. life because Ever. you saw what happened when I was in Colorado. As soon as he left, we lose, and he came back. Well, let's see. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as he crossed the Missouri state line and got out of the state, boom. Dude, it <laughs> boom. felt like all the Chiefs knew I was out. Casey's, I, I bet the Casey's pizza lady was like, I don't know where Lance has been. <laughs> my Sunday ain't right. Yeah. Casey's Pizza, like, I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. There's nobody here. Usually this guy comes in and gets his pizza. I don't know what's going on. But, um, yeah, we're getting back in the swing of things here. And I know that it's, um, you know, we're, September's over, right? Uh, the next Chiefs game won't be until October. And Mr. Mahomes, Mr. September. Mr. September. Mr. September usually balls out and it just ain't been the same. But. Yeah. Yeah. Had to come. It had to come. You know, he can't yeah. keep that kind of streak up like that forever. So, I agree. I mean, it's eventually. You know, to get one interception when he threw none would be was something. Not to get three. Yeah, yeah, it's been pretty bad. To we'll get, get into one it. loss would have been something. Not to get two. Yeah, and uh, back to back. Oh, gee whiz. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit. First of all, some news and notes, though, coming out the um, yes, news and notes. the Chargers game. So, first of all, Andy Reid, I guess, uh, after the game, felt ill, whatever that means. No one really is saying what that means, but he went to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and thankfully, it sounds like he's all good to go again. Uh, so, they say he was dehydrated. I think there's probably more to it, but I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't sound like dehydration. But anyways, you could have rushed him out of the hospital because it was a game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so he's, he's he's back and he's putting in the game plan for the next week and everything. But that's um, 
that's the news we got for for Andy. Uh, hopefully, he continues to do well. We love you, Big Red. Um, the other news that came down this week was uh, the NFL reinstated uh, Josh Gordon, Flash. Uh, I don't know if you guys know Flash what I'm talking Gordon. about, but he used to smoke a shit ton of weed, apparently. Was that the only thing he got was getting in trouble for, by the way? That's what it sounds like. I That's why he keeps always, getting reinstated. Because I think it was always a, marijuana. Yeah. Because yeah. it's such a... It doesn't have the big nomenclature like a cocaine or yeah. anything would, so that's why it keeps getting reinstated. Yeah, I know, but how many chances is this guy going to get? Oh, man, yeah. Talent, if, if somebody can use him, somebody will. And everybody was, you know, as soon as he got reinstated, all the fans in the, you know, the NFL were like, man, you guys are really going to look at this cocaine, drugged-out, alcoholic, abusing, womanizer? It's like, whoa, I not that it's the best thing in the world, but I think he just smokes a lot of pot. <laughs> I don't think he does all those other things that I know of. I think he just does it very stupidly. Because <laughs> just, I think most of the players do. Right, he just gets caught every time. Yeah. He just doesn't do it smartly. You need to tell me, in all the money that you've made in the NFL, you can't slip somebody some money to give you a heads up on when they're going to test for a little THC? Right. Or just, you know, pop a little skeeter and know right. somebody's around. You know, buy Something. a skeeter. This dude's like sitting in the locker room smoking blunts. And it's like, well, obviously you're caught again. I didn't piss test anything. Well, you're smoking a blunt. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> He's like, it's your opinion. But he got reinstated. And the very same day he got reinstated, the Chiefs, well, they didn't sign him that day, but they had agreed to sign him. It, it seemed like, I feel like this is already in the running because they already had a practice spot available yeah. for it the previous coming. week. I agree. It was so it was already coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it was coming um, beforehand. This was agreed before he got reinstated. Right. It just until he got reinstated, were they going to release it and say yes? Hey, you're getting reinstated. Right. Hey guys, they're going to sign with the Chiefs. Yeah, and he had to pass his physical, and I imagine a piss test. <laughs> so, <laughs> Shocker. Right. I mean, first things first here. Um, but yeah, he uh, he signed to the Chiefs practice squad, and um, I'm excited. I mean, you know what? He's, he's, they didn't sign someone on defense, which, you know, the defense is struggling right now. But, I, hey, I'll take it. If it can take any anything off of Hill or Kelsey down the line. And we're not talking about next game. We're talking later on. You know? Right. He's clearly not going to be there. for He's on, he's, he's on the practice squad. <clears throat> for sure. For a reason. Yeah. I mean, what kind of shapes is this guy going to be in? You know, I mean, it's right. – yeah. Football shape's hard. Yeah. Now, he looks like – Being in cardio shape's totally different oh, than being yeah. in football shape. For now, sure. if you see him on – I follow him already on Twitter. And you talk about super jacked. This dude is super ripped. Like, when's the last time he got hit? Yeah, the last time he got hit, and not a hit from a bong, has been... (laughs) (laughs) We're going to say this all year long. All year long, you know. (laughs) We're going to be saying the jokes. But, um, yeah, it's like you said, football shape's totally different. Yeah. Totally. Catching a ball over the middle with a safety barreling down at your ribs, that's totally different. But we'll see. But, again, this guy, last I saw him play, I know he played for the Seahawks last year. Yeah, uh, two two years ago. It's been a couple years. When he played for the (laughs) – Then he was Patriots. Patriots. He looked Um, like a freaking tight end out there. He he looked big. Now, I get it. He's only 6'3", 240, but still, I mean – Mike yeah. Williams is bigger than him. Right, yeah. But this guy looks bigger than what oh, he man. He does. He looks yeah. kind of like a Metcalf to me. He does. <laughs> yes, yeah. he does. Reminds yeah. you of Metcalf a little bit. Yeah. And, um, I don't think he's fast, but I still think he's pretty fast. Oh, know. he's yeah, he's pretty cool. Or he was at least when he ran the 40. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 20 whatever. 2013. <laughs> 20,000 blunts ago. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, <laughs> he's uh, until he gets and his act together, until, until he can prove for one year he can put the damn weed down. It's just like, remember Dor- Doriel Green Beckham? Like, we're Mizzou yes. fans here. 
And we always said the same thing. It's like, dude, you have all the talent in the world, right? Like, why just smoke pot the yeah. whole time? And we, uh, even and I don't care if you smoke pot. Just don't do it in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, God. Those who don't know DGB, uh, he got caught smoking in the parking lot twice in the football practice parking lot. <laughs> yeah, like uh, right next to the stadium. It's like he walked out of practice with his car and started smoking weed. <laughs> yeah. And the cops are escorting all the cool players. Out. They're like, uh, uh, what are you doing? Uh, you doing? Like, I'm just smoking pot. You can't tell me that, damn it. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's what reminds you because it's, I mean, he got, it was a waste of talent, to be honest. Like, all you right. got to do is work hard for a few years. You'll get paid. You can do, smoke as much weed as you want. But. Right. But this guy, Josh Gordon, his second year in the league, led the league in receiving yards and was out three of the games. Still, yeah. that's how big he was. And he did it on the Browns. Browns, yes. And yeah. not today Browns, but right. like the last 20-year Browns. The third Browns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's still, I mean, if he has anything, I Lance said it off podcast, even if he's 70% of what he used to be, it is still a win for the Chiefs. It's a low-risk, high-reward situation. True. And he's a guy who's almost always open because you can throw it high to him on the sideline. Yeah, he'll snap. Almost it. like the Mike Evans deal. Yeah. You know, you got two good guys. You got a guy you can just, no matter where he is, if you're doubling Tyreek and Kelsey, he's always one-on-one. Yeah. And if he's one-on-one, he's always open. Dude, and if you got a quarterback that can put it in a spot, you're talking about, so we saw Baker Mayfield, remember, he kept putting it in those spots for those tight ends over the Chiefs. Yep. And even last week, Herbert's really good. He was doing the same thing. Where it's like, if you can just get one-on-one, if you put it just out of reach of that cornerback, and you got a big guy that can go up and get it. I mean, that's exactly what he is. So. Right. It's a lot easier when you have a big guy. Yeah. You know, Mahomes has been doing this to... Tiny guys. Tyree yeah. Kill. Kelsey is the biggest dude he's been throwing to. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean... Yeah. So, Those uh, guys are just using sheer speed and route running. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Gordon can just, like I said, fade down the yeah. sideline. Yeah. And even if Gordon's in 20% of the pass plays, 40% of the pass plays, yeah. that's going to change the offense. I know oh, everybody's yeah. like, he, he's not going to be the same. Let's be honest, he's not going to be a savior by any means. Yeah, we get it. But he is going to give a different dynamic. Definitely. And you have to at least keep an eye on him, right? Mm -hmm. So you can't bracket Kelsey and Hill and not keep an eye on Gordon. And, again, this is – we're thinking long-term in the season, that is. As it gets halfway – past halfway point in the season, late season into the playoffs, this is when he's going to become really valuable (laughs) – yeah, and maybe he, but maybe he doesn't do anything, but maybe he does just enough to get us, you know. Where and we this go. is something maybe we give Andy Reid a new toy. Remember, I always said every year Andy Reid needs a new toy. Yeah. That's just what he needs. This year we thought it was going to be Noah Gray. He's so far not looking. Any, <laughs> not, uh, I don't even know if he's had a target. He's had one. He caught one pass last game. Did he? Yeah, because yeah, I remember being like, "Oh, team. I know that guy." Remember, <laughs> he was like the preseason hero, and there was right. one catch. Yeah. So now this gives Andy Reid a toy to actually play with. And somebody who's, yeah. again, he's one of the most physically gifted players right. that's ever right. been. And could he turn out to be a, Kel- was it Kelvin Benjamin we picked up that one year? And he just right. he just was overweight and did nothing. Exactly. And, you know, we, and we've had those players. We've had Bell. But Benjamin's never been good. <laughs> that's true. Like I said, like I said, it's high ceiling, low risk. Yeah. Why not? Well. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. But I want to tell one more thing before we get off court. Gordon. Remember Andy Reid with Terrell Owens. Ooh. When he was going from team to team and everybody hated him. He went to the Cowboys, went to that, ended up sticking with the Eagles Dude, because yeah. of Andy Reid. Andy Reid has this skill with players for some reason. You're right. 
Again, I don't know it personally, but there's something there. If he can do what he did with T.O. and made him all pro again. That's true. If he can do 50% of that with Josh Gordon, it's It's a win. It's a new dynamic. Again, it's not going to be the savior. It's not the answer. Yeah. But it's a new dynamic. True. I like it. Maybe he can have the munchies with Gordon, man. Go chow down some food. That's what it is. Yeah. Andy Reid's like, look, yeah. I know you know a thing or two about eating munchies. I obviously do. Yeah. But Just try cheeseburger while you're smoking pot. Just try it. <laughs> have you ever eaten a cheeseburger on weed? What is that? Uh, half baked. Half baked. <laughs> have you ever looked at stars, man? Yeah. Have you ever looked at stars on weed? I uh, can't say that I have. <laughs> no. So, anyways, that's the news and notes uh, for the Chiefs' kingdom. Anyways, there's some other news and notes around the league. I think Richard Sherman got picked up by the Tampa Bay. That's the next big news. Yep. Uh, that's that's interesting because some again they've been enemies. You've known in the yeah, past. They talk. They've been talking a lot of shit to each other for a lot of years. Uh, but you know, obviously, a lot of that's just competitiveness of each other and stuff. For sure. Yeah. They, yeah. He's very competitive. Yeah. And a lot of it could be over dramatized, kind of like yeah. the Honey Badger and. Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. It could have been just that. Just hey, something. listen, I'm going at you. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're going to me, huh? Yeah, it's just part of it. But uh, but that was pretty cool. Um, I don't think anything else in the league that's really going on. Um, no. Nothing uh, I could think of. No. We could talk about teams and teams' records and the Eyes on the West. Yeah, we'll do the Eyes on the West. Uh, we do our Eyes on the West segment. Usually every podcast, and it's just a trip around the AFC West and – and then, a lot to talk about, of course. Then really. the highlights of other league, other yeah, divisions yeah. and stuff like that. But first, let's talk a little bit about the Chiefs, this Chiefs team. These last two games. What the hell's going on? All right. Anybody who's listening to this knows that we've had turnover problems. That is Holy correct. Holy shit. That is correct. And that's unlike the Chiefs of the last, of the Mahomes era. Yeah. Yeah. We don't turn the ball over. I was looking up the stats because I was very curious. Because usually in a close game, we don't turn the ball over. We go down and score. We went like the Ravens game where Clyde fumble away from winning the game. Like it's no big deal. We're 2-1 and one right now, even if we fold against the Chargers. And everything's fine, and people aren't – it's not the end of the world. So I was going back and looking, and the Chiefs have been, on average, since Mahomes came down from heavens, uh, plus seven, I think, on average every year on the turnover differential. And I think last year the Chiefs gave up 16 turnovers total for the entire year. So not even you know one a game exactly. Yeah. And then that's not the turnover ratio. That's just turn. That's just how many times they turned the ball over. This year they're at six already. I was going to say how many they have those past two games. Yeah. Six. Come on. Like there's obviously something going on there. In September too. They're In usually September. very very prepared early in the year. Exactly right. Very focused. Very prepared. Um. I don't know. Lance Lance talked about it before. Super Bowl hangover, maybe. Man, I, I know I talked about it with the Rams when they lost. Besides yeah. the Patriots, after a loss, teams tend to not do well. Yeah, and the Super Bowl loss, yeah. And it's been a while, other than the Patriots, that a team that lost Super Bowl made it to the playoffs the next year. Yeah, it's tough, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of it is turnover, like not turnovers as in turnovers, but turnover uh, uh, coaching staff. You know, you go to the Super Bowl, people pick up your coaches sure. and players and stuff. And we're still good. Right. Very so little turnover in our right. coaching. Not much turnover there. So it's like, what is it? I, I mean, it could no be, key players. Right. And so far this year, just turn the ball over. And I don't know if – I mean, there is something to be said about a Super Bowl hangover. I mean, the Chiefs were big, bad, arrogant Chiefs. 
cocky as all hell, dancing on everybody, throwing up the peace sign. And they went the biggest stage in the world and got their pants pulled down and spanked like a little schoolgirl bitch in front of the entire world. You know I mean? And for people with that big of ego, that does probably have to hurt, you know, deep down inside for a little while. For sure. <clears throat> that sucks. But should it carry over to the next year? It shouldn't, but like Lance said, it happens all the time. It happens it all the time. You think it doesn't, but it's a real thing. Yeah. It could be part of it. Uh, I think if they just limit the damn turnovers, I don't think the world is ending like some of Chiefs Kingdom think. I think if they limit the turnovers, all of a sudden the defense looks a little bit better. Now, defense isn't that great right this year. Uh, granted, They're not looking that good. we've got some injuries and stuff. we got a yeah. different defensive line. I mean, besides Naughty, Clark really isn't showing up. But Naughty is the only one still there from the starting last year in the original spot, at least. Yeah. Like, they got the talent. They got the skills. So, you know it's not that. It has to be an attitude, preparedness, or coaching. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I've, I've really been thinking about coaching here lately because I think that is a big part of it. Just not having the team prepared or not taking it serious or not adjusting or something. Because if you look at it, we were talking about this off air. Going back to since the Super Bowl, the Chiefs have really been outcoached. Like, we won against the Browns, but we were still outcoached against the Browns. We just, we were, Mahomes and Kelsey came to, you know, and Hill made up for it. Yeah, they decided to. And didn't turn yeah. the ball over at the end. But yeah. since then, really, the coaching has been inconsistent. I don't know what's going on with it. I don't know if it's Andy Reid. I don't know if it's, he's given enemy a lot of, of more leeway. Like, I don't know what well, it like is. Well, like you said, since the thing happened with, Andy Reid's son. son. I mean, that's. I mean, I get it. It's, it's still only seven months ago. Right. And, and Andy's been through a lot. His other son, remember, he OD'd or something back in the day. Yeah. And, and he's still the next day. He was back at work coaching. But Andy's getting older. His health ain't getting no better. I mean, he's. You saw him in 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 preseason in camp. He's wearing compression socks, you know. And he's his health's not that great. He went to the ambulance. I don't know anything about that, but he can't be getting healthier mentally this game is hard on you like your physical health directly you know your mental health directly affects your physical health right and if things aren't right at home it's right. hard to make things right at work exactly for sure so that could be part of it he could be letting the enemy game plan and do some things and the enemy's learning like i don't know what it is but i feel like they're just off something's off yeah. you're right maybe he's saying hey the enemy you get the first six weeks but after that i'm fucking taking over yeah yeah or maybe like it even could be in, something like that. even in games like there's inconsistencies where the Chiefs will go on a roll and then just stall for like three yeah. drives. And it's like, yeah. What the hell is going? Is it like he's like, all right, Ben, me go ahead and take over, or is it? Yeah, I mean, who knows? But like Spags doesn't even look like he's adjusting that well on yeah. defense. And, and Spags, to be honest, this should have been predicted on Spags because that's what happened. He went over and somehow figured out the Patriots, the 18 and O Patriots. And, yeah, you know, and then he wasn't really that great. Now, I get it. He got head coaching jobs, and he just – that wasn't what his thing was. But then he had that time off, and right. all of a sudden he figured out a defense again. And maybe he's uh, just getting figured out, and he's just not adjusting or innovating. Yeah, it could be. He, and he he's could. like, hey, I'm, I'm stuck in my ways. Found it a good thing. I'm just going to stick at it, and people are figuring that out. Could be it. Could uh, be satisfaction, too. Like, what else do we got to prove? Could you know, be. Like I said, yeah. I, like I said, what the attitude, I think a lot of times when we're like, man, we went to two straight Super Bowls, we won one. Like, what else do we really need to – Like, we can walk our way to the Super you Bowl. Know, and there's so yeah. many teams, I think that's what a lot of the Super Bowl hangover has to do with. It's like, dude, we made it. It's a hell of an accomplishment. Yeah. Like, you know, and they're, they're satisfied with that. There's very yeah. few people 
who are like, no, we got to go every That's single true. year. Right. You know? See, I thought coming into the season that the Buccaneers would have more of that because these guys you never even won made yeah. playoffs. All yeah. of a sudden you win, dude, we're happy. They just haven't had guys been to 10 of them. Yeah. And he can keep motivated. If it was a quarterback's first time, too, I would be 100%. Bucks probably wouldn't even be a playoff team this year. Yeah. Yeah, but, but Tom keeps right. him in line. Yeah. But, yes, yeah. that that's that's the saving grace for them. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. But, again, I figured it would be them more than the Chiefs, but I'm wrong because yeah. it looks like Tampa Bay looks better. Yeah. I mean, I realize – they're not undefeated either, but... Yeah, no. I mean, it's still early in the season, like we said. But and on top of all those things, you, you're, you, as soon as you lose a game or, or look bad, you start pressing and reaching and doing things you normally don't, out of character. And keep in mind, if you're an AFC champion or NFC champion, you're getting everyone's best shot every week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Margin yeah, of error yeah. is very Sh- small. But that happened to the Chiefs last year. That That's did, why yeah. we were down 10 points before we every decided game. to play, it yeah. felt like, last time. So that's what's concerning to me. Like, you know, every great team has an off day. I mean, look at the Packers week one, just got absolutely embarrassed. And everybody's like, what the hell? And now they're they're playing great football. That's true, yeah. Good point. So with the Chiefs not bouncing back after that loss is what would concern me the most because it's like, wow, we didn't really go in and really reflect or really prepare on anything because we actually played worse. They did. But coming back from four turnovers, especially four in a row, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's tough to do no matter who you are. And I, we did have the lead at one point. I know. I'm just yeah. saying, having four turnovers after just playing a game where yeah. you had two turnovers that cost you the game, no. and then come out and have four turnovers. Uh, right. It, yeah. That's you got to remember. It's so. actually six turnovers in two straight quarters. Yeah. Yeah, that's awful. Three straight quarters. Excuse yeah, me. that's awful. And they, I feel like, the, I feel wild. like the Chargers game. They came out. They looked really sharp. Actually, they came out even on defense. A lot of energy, intensity. They're tired of getting talked, you know, talked about. They came out. I thought they had a good game plan. They went down the field. I think they came out pissed off, like, oh, we lost to the Ravens. And I think they were trying to bounce back. And as soon as a couple turnovers happened, it was just like, boom, there we are again. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. tough, even in, as an all-star, to overcome, you know. Yeah. It is. Now, I'm not worried yet, and, uh, team. I want to put this out. If the Chiefs lose to the Eagles – uh, that's when we need to start hitting the paint. <laughs> I think play. so, yeah. And I wanted to bring up, because I think you mentioned before, didn't you say the Chiefs' average age, they are one of the youngest teams in yes. the NFL? They're still that, young, yeah. I, I think that has a key role in it, too. I mean, and I know, think that's maturity, um, you know, like I said, if they come out and have a turnover, whatever, mm-hmm. like, all right, no, you know, we're, we're going to be fine, you know, but I think this is that young age, it's just like, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, guys, we're doing the same thing we did last week. Oh, you know. Yeah, you it gets in your put head. A, yeah, it gets yeah. in your head. And then you sure. get a team like the Chargers. And the Chargers are good. Herbert is a really damn good quarterback. He's old for his age. He is. I know it sounds weird we, to say. Mature we, for his age is better term. Yeah. And I've always felt Chargers have always been well coached. Very like, good. They just yeah. always seem. They always play the Sound, solid yeah. team, you know. Uh, yeah. But don't they, don't they have a new coach? They do have a new coach. It's a new coach this year. That's what I'm saying. That's they, what's surprising. I mean, they still seem like a very – Solid coach team, yeah. right? But they've always had the talent. Oh, I mean, yeah. even oh, yeah. Philip Rivers, everybody always predict them, kind of like they do the Cowboys, Cowboys now, yeah. just because they always had a good roster. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Preseason favorites to go to the Super Bowl because they always have the roster. Yeah, you're right, and I think they just didn't they didn't turn it over like we did. Like I think if we would have just limited those turns, that's why I'm not that concerned. Like it's very frustrating right now. That's true. The Ravens game, we got ran all over. The Browns game, you know, those are two really good running teams. Don't get me wrong. But they ran all the way up our ass. Right. 
it's, it's not, not time to press the panic button. It's not time to start taking not, for right, a good draft right, pick. Right, right. Either, guys. It's not, not like that. We're just a long season. We'll get it right. If we just limited the turnovers, like I said, when I went back and looked at the stats, we were plus seven on average every single year since Mahomes. Now we're minus three this year so far. Yeah. If you just – and last year, how many games did we win by, like, a field goal or a touchdown at the end of the game? Way right? too many. A lot. And everyone was giving a shit for it. And those are – that's happening, but we're turning it over in those key situations. Yeah. You just can't do we're it. We're still there. Right. We're still there. We're still there to be able to win the game. We're just not there. Right. And and so you see like the Ravens team, they don't know how to win a game yet and run the clock out. Like they did it with against the Chiefs. Like they went down and scored and they left Mahomes like three minutes left on the clock. And it was like, oh, here we go. Just like the Tom Brady effect. You give Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers that much time. Oh, my God, here we go. We're going to go down and win. We just happen to turn it over. For the Chiefs, we're trying. Like, I know everyone's blasting the coaching staff for running it on second and three, and that's when Clyde fumbled the Ravens game. It's like, man, we're running the clock down to win at the end of the game. I'm not upset yeah. with that play call. I'm upset that Clyde dropped the damn ball. That's what I'm upset with. You know those were his only two fumbles God in his career? bless. Isn't that crazy? You know Tyreek hasn't fumbled since the Texans game in 2019 when he muffed that pump? Yeah. Damn. That, so these aren't regular yeah, occurrences. Yeah. Mahomes throws the next to Aaron Rodgers less interceptions than anybody in right. the league. They just happen way to, less than Tom Brady. Right. They just happen to be close together in game, like the Super Bowl, you know, and then he threw an intercept, you know, the, the Ravens game, and then now, so it's like they're close together. So people are just freaking out. But even the players after the game, still pretty cocky in my book. But they were like, Chargers didn't beat us; we beat ourselves. Like the first thing they were saying, they're like. Right. Yeah, we turn the ball over. What do you expect? We're not worried. It's still early. We're going to get on a roll. And it's like... It's like when we lost to, the, lost to the Ravens. I was telling A.A. Ron about this in Colorado. I was like, everybody's acting like we just got our fucking dick yeah, punched. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, sometimes you need a punch in the face. I go, guys, we lost by one point in the final minutes of the game yeah. Yeah. to one of the best kickers in the league, to a team yeah. that has a former MVP. Right. Great run team. Great run team. Sound the coaching. run team. Got to be a top. Led the league in rushing two years in a row right, in rushing. Right. Got to be a top five coach. Great yes, coach. Super Bowl winning coach. Yeah, yeah. Great coach. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That we got out coached. That leads me to that point. Usually Andy Reid does not lose to his protégés, right? Exactly. He does not. He doesn't get out coached by those guys. He got out coached in that Ravens game, that's for sure, but. There's some things that need to be corrected. They're just not quite on the same page. The Eagles game is a big game. We don't want to go one and three, but it also is not like it used to be. Seventeen games, there's an extra playoff spot or whatever there is in there now, so it's a little different. You could probably go one and three and make the playoffs. These, we go one and three. It's a little time to start talking. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Now maybe that peanut bucket should maybe be. Maybe our buy's not absolutely gone yet. It's just two losses, guys. If we yeah. went, if we went out, that's two losses in yeah. a seventeen week, seventeen game season. You're getting a buy. Right, exactly. For sure. Yeah. And it's not unrealistic that we can do this. We got another Bills game coming up. Yeah, that's our next build, big one. That's going to be tough. Steelers <laughs> be are tough. coming up after too long. Got Chargers again at Chargers. Yeah. yeah. That's not for a long time. I think that's the last game of the season. Oh, Maybe. Man. But we got the AFC West, and like we said, what about the teams leading the division? The Broncos? The Donkeys? The Donkeys. And I the thought Raiders. the Raiders. Yeah. They're well, I guess they're both. They're, no, have the Raiders lost? Are they both three and zero? Yeah, they're both three oh, and zero. I was yeah, thinking I was going to put the Raiders above the 
the Broncos yeah. in the division. Just I've been pretty quiet on Twitter be, the Raiders. because uh, <laughs> usually everyone talks shit to Raiders and Broncos, and now they're the ones dishing it out, and we're just like, yeah, we're one and two. <laughs> yeah. We can't really talk right now, but see you later, like in the playoffs. Our next segment will be a little bit about the other teams, yeah. which is coming up here shortly. We're going to take a first break here. And yeah. B- bottom line, bit, but I, I, think the, I think the Chiefs have time to turn it around. That's what's so good. It's early in the season, but it is, it is we something need to stop overreacting. Yeah. yeah. Something to worry it about. It is. Yeah. And the thing is, is there's so much time between games, Why? and in the football world, there's so much overreaction time. Yeah. And a win obviously hides a lot of negative exactly. factors. So, you know, if they're like, oh, well, you had four turnovers and you won, oh, well, then don't worry about those turnovers. Dude, isn't that but, the truth? Because you hear media talking about it, and they're like, the Chiefs had four turnovers, played the worst game ever, and they still won. What is it going to take to beat this team? It's a totally different spin. Right. If they win the game, right? Exactly. So, yeah, it is. It, it You lose it, the highlighted stuff, and people start talking. But there's plenty of time to get around. My only concern is the coaching and then and everyone getting on the same page. Because right now I just feel like they're all – it's just like a bad energy in the locker room. Like something's off. They need to all go, like, do yoga together and freaking meditate or something. Just don't smoke weed. <laughs> well, maybe that's why they're bringing Josh, Jake, or Josh Gordon in. They're like, guys, you all need to go and have a pot smoking session outside of camp. Just, just air it out. Just get it together. Get it in. Yeah. So. The guys. No, but with Andy Reid being hurt, this is where being in me is going to show if he's really to be a head coach. I agree, yeah. Again, yeah. we know he doesn't call plays. Now, maybe he is right now. Yeah. Maybe that could be the difference. We talked about that. Yeah. But... It can't be Andy Reid getting this team together right now. He's sick. He's hurt. He's right. I mean, emotionally. He's hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's hurt. Well, probably physically too. Probably I mean, all the above. Shit, he's sixty something years yeah, old. All the above. But the Chiefs have they have a D coordinator who used to be a head coach. They got special teams coach as their assistant head coach, and he's been in the running for head coach jobs before. Uh, Bienemy is an up and coming head coach, so you would think that without Andy Reid there, they're still gonna. You know, keep it there. But this is where they show whether or not they can. That is true, yeah. This Eagles game is going to tell a lot. I agree. This Eagles game is going to tell a lot. Yeah. If they lose this, guys, we have the Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, if they lose to the Eagles, yeah, that's... Then something, something's going on, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But for now, I don't think we will. We'll get into the previews. We'll get into all that stuff. But uh, just chill. Just chillax. What, is it? what did Aaron Rodgers say two, three years R-E-L-A-X. ago? R-E-L-A-X. Relax. Relax. <laughs> I think that's where we're at. We still got – if we get into the playoffs, like all these teams are like happy right now because we suck, we're looking like we suck. You don't want to see Mahomes and the Chiefs get on a roll and go in the playoffs. No one wants to see Oh, that. God. What if teams start lacking on, laxing on us? Ooh. Oh, then you're just like, oh, shit. Yeah. Actually, that might be the trick. That might be what they're doing. This is all conspiracy. It's all conspiracy. The Chiefs are like, guys, we're tired of playing everybody with their heads up. Let's shit <laughs> the first few weeks so everybody gives us their C game. And we can just run <laughs> through it like bosses. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, because, I mean, right now, what, Chris Jones still has two sacks already? Chris Jones is the defensive end experiment. It may need to be put to bed. I don't know. I'll say this. The Ravens game was frustrating to watch. Lamar Jackson outsmarted Chris Jones every single play. And I'm not saying, not saying Lamar Jackson is, you know, dumb as a bag of rocks. Basically Peyton Manning. But, man, if he outsmarts you, you got some problems. <laughs> you yeah. say that much. So I think they're going to figure it They're going to figure That's it out. That's true. But look at the statistically, guys. It's, I'm going to go to the defense. Bolton is getting better. 
I like and him. And he is one you were seeing get better every quarter. Yeah. I watched both those games in a row last night. And He's you can see up. Bolton's getting better every game. Yeah. And Willie Gay's yet to come back, right? We're still missing Willie Gay. Offensive line is getting better. They kind of have some stutters, but they're still getting better. And we said that just for the record. Before the season started, we said the first three games of this season are going to be really hard on this O-line. <laughs> right. we, I think we said six or seven, but yes. Yeah. I remember saying four. I just threw three I in know. there because we're at week three. Because yeah. right? we're at three weeks. But we said that these defenses are going to go up against, it's not going to be pretty. I even tweeted it out before the Browns game. Chiefs fans, don't burn the city to the ground because the offensive line doesn't look good after four games. Because it just takes some time. Right. It's true. And that's going to be true. But you look at Chris Jones, still has two sacks on the season. Now, again, the Ravens game was a little difficult on him. But he (laughs) he looked all right during the Chargers game. Mm -hmm. Not great. But he still has got two sacks on the season. Honey Badger's got two interceptions. Booyah. So our big two on defense are still statistically in there. Yeah. In there. Now, again, we only have four sacks total. In three games That's gotta change. season. That's got to change. And one of those sacks was Dirty Dan. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That sucks. Okay. When these quarterbacks have all day to throw, they're going to tear you up. And I don't know if it's Spags not trusting some of these guys or what. And that's why we've always gone cheap on corners is because we feel like we can, with Spags' complexity, Yeah. Uh, we're going to – our corners got enough time to just – all they got to do is cover for two seconds so we can get it. Right. Because now. our line's going to get there because we spent so much money on our line. <laughs> yeah, and now they're not getting there, and it's it's clearly mm-hmm. uh, it's showing. So right, we can't go cheap if we can't if we have cheap defensive linemen. Yeah, I think I said it after position. the first game. How are you going to not get any pressure on the quarterback? And you can't cover, and you can't stop the run. You can't not do all of those. <laughs> you have to do something, <laughs> one thing at least. Just one. Just one of them will help. Just one. Yeah. They'll turn it around. I'm excited for the rest of the year. I can't wait. I man. can't wait either. I just look at your schedule, man. That's a tough schedule. Especially at the beginning. Yeah, they uh, ain't got it easy. kind of all through. I mean, they really only have one cakewalk game, and that's about it. All right, one more thing about the Chiefs before we go to our next segment. We already talked about, hey, we need a third option. Gordon's coming in. Defense. We know Willie Gay's hurt. What do we think about Thornhill? I want to get your opinion on Thornhill. Is he just in the doghouse? Or is Dirty Dan really that much better than him? I don't know what's going on there. He looked – he, by by that I mean Thornhill, looked good against Cleveland. I know Honey Badger was out, so he stepped into the Honey Badger role. He looked really good against Cleveland. And then he, they just stopped playing him. And then they put Dirty Dan in. And I get it, Dirty Dan, and I get it. He does the dirty work, and I get all those things, and we love him for a reason. But time That's after time after reason. time – and Spags' answer is just like, well, you know, until Juan Thornhill can prove that he can outshine. Yeah, he said that. Yeah, and it's what? like, what do you mean? Like, he already has. This is like the big mystery in Chiefs' kingdom. No one knows what's going on. They don't know if he's in the doghouse. They don't know if he slept with someone's Did wife. Did he not <laughs> pass the blunt to <laughs> Spags <laughs> during the circle or something? Did he skip over him? It's like, I don't what is going on there? And also, I think I'm it's going setting with them up. Dance just better. <laughs> well, we know that's not true. I think it's setting him up to even have more pressure when he does play him. Because now it's just like, oh, now that you are going to play, you need to make an outstanding yeah, play. Yeah, you got to really shine. Now the pressure's on you anyway. So it's like, I don't get it from a coaching standpoint at all. It's like, why don't you just throw him in there and just let him learn through the mistakes? Instead, you're like, hey, when I put you in there, you better not nut up. It's like, okay, well, that's a lot of freaking pressure on people. Like, you know what I mean? 
I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. I can't answer your question. I have no idea. I don't know, but it's something to think about. We could go the conspiracy route, which I like to do. We're going to start a conspiracy podcast. We want our defensive line to work. We're just not doing these random blitz packages. Oh, yeah. We're doing it with Dan Sorensen because we're putting tight. Basically, we're putting the honey badger at the free safety spot and letting Dirty Dan play the strong safety spot, which is where Honey Badger excels. Thrives. Yeah, I don't get it. So are we doing that just to kind of say, hey, listen, we're going to try to soften this blitz package up or make it slower to make our defensive line work harder and see where we're at? It's I mean, got to have conspiracy. something. No, but it's got to have – I think you're onto something. It's got to have something to do with blitzes because they, they like Honey Badger back there playing free rather than being up on the line of scrimmage, which he's really good at. And that means that he plays all pro is because he plays everything down there. Right. You don't know what he's doing. It's so but, but that tells me that Spags does not trust his coverage back there. That's exactly. You know they I mean? need they have Honey to, Badger back right. there for some reason. Like, and yeah, I don't know he's, why. he's better being up there on the line. But until we can figure out why we can't trust these people, now they're just like, well, he's better back there. Because Thornhill has coverage where he could be left out there by himself. I think playing, so. Yeah, playing center field. Yeah. Dirty Dan can't do that. Can't, so you either not, have to have two safeties back there or you have to have the Honey Badger playing back there. And Honey Badger's not as fast as Thornhill. Now, no, Honey Badger yeah. has more instincts than any defense oh, back yeah, in the yeah. league right now. And that's got to be it. He's got to be like the only person I trust in coverage right now is Sneed and, uh, and Honey Badger. It's got to exactly. be it. Exactly. I mean, that's it. And Sneed didn't look the greatest against yeah, yeah, Keenan yeah. Allen, but don't get me wrong. Keenan Allen's, Allen's good and... And Herbert was throwing dimes. Yeah, he was yeah. throwing ball well. Just like Baker was throwing dimes. So I think it maybe it has more to, less to do with Thornhill as a, as a player than it does just the scheme and just what he who he trusts covering people. I don't know what it is. But just to me, and this is going to be the last thing I want to say, and you all can answer to this. As I was saying, if you put Thornhill to run the back all by himself, center field. You can have a honey badger. You can have more people in the box. Yeah, man. Stopping the run. run. And more people confusing the the quarterback to get get more pressure to the quarterback. Like, it seems like it fixes everything, but you can't play Dirty Dan as a center fielder because he can't cover the whole center field. So, where's Dirty Dan go if you got Thornhill and Honey Badger in? He plays Buffalo back on the nickel. All right. Instead of playing Sneed at the slot. Hmm. Maybe you keep Snead on the outside and let Dirty Dan play that slot. Got to have Dirty Dan on the field. Oh, so. <laughs> he's dirty. Well, he's dirty. in there on the dime. I, I want to make him play Neiman's spot. Hell yeah. You make him God. the linebacker because yeah. he's smart enough. You make him the dime linebacker Why in obvious not? pass situations. Yeah. Why not? That's where he really would excel. I think so. There's something going on that we don't know about. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't, I don't I'm lost. Yeah. I don't get it. You know, maybe in practice know. Thornhill just gets burnt every play. <laughs> it's got to be or something. We're we're at least like Dirty Dan's in right position, but he gets caught on, and Thornhill's just like, oh, I thought it was a run. Like I don't know. There's got to be something, right? But that other safety spot is the only spot Honey Badger can't control because it's behind him. Yeah, if he's playing in the box. So maybe he just maybe Hunter Badger only trusts him to be in the right spot. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But he just can't get to the right spot. Yeah, I, don't know. I get it. He may know where to go. He just can't get there. It's frustrating. Athletically. Yeah. And and quarterbacks are just going to eat it up until we change something. So no, and they're picking on Sorensen. Yeah. You saw that Why during the Chargers game. Yeah. They picked on Sorensen yeah. and they picked on Hughes. 
Whoever they were guarding, that's who they went to. Yeah, it's frustrating. They'll fix it, like I said, but I don't know what they're doing now. Don't know. All right. Well, that's it for the first segment. Stay tuned for the next.